0: It is officially day 567 of <laughs> quarantine, and not one TikTok has been made. Not one TikTok dance has been learned. The TikTok app hasn't even been downloaded on my phone. <laughs> um, I have my thoughts about TikTok. I've kind of expressed them on the podcast. People don't like it. People get defensive about their ticking and their talking and I'm just going to stay quiet about it for a little bit longer um, because I just kind of want to see how this whole thing goes. I think it's really blown up because everyone's in lockdown or quarantine and we're all on our phones from basically like 9 a.m. to 2 (laughs) a.m. <laughs> and some people are on the ticking talks and other people are, you know, learning languages. I feel like it's very it's it's a very black and white um binary thought process right now, but I think there's some gray area. I'm seeing the TikToks because they're coming up on my explore page on Instagram and I just I really don't get it, you guys. I'm trying my hardest. Um it's just I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfy watching TikToks, especially with the the kids in them and the thrusting and the dancing. I'm not sure how people are like, OK, with this. You know what I mean? But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Um, <laughs> What a way to start the podcast. So I've talked a little bit about this um in the last couple of episodes that I put out about the lockdown, the quarantine, the shelter in place, however you want to explain it um, with this whole situation. And honestly, the first two ish, two and a half weeks were super tough for me. Um, I was having like major anxiety, borderline panic attacks. Um, It was just intense. It was a lot. And I finally realized like I had to make some changes in my life for the time being, which is like not watching the news, not being on Twitter, being a little less present on social media, um, you know, getting proper rest, just the little things that I think really add up to bigger things and bigger lifestyle changes and and, and just feelings around life in general because, your girl was not feeling too hot those first two, three, three weeks, if we want to be honest. Um, And during that time, you know, my routines completely went out the window. I have a pretty, I don't want to say strict because that's not the right word, but I'm pretty regimented in my routines. Like I really thrive in structure. I, I do like spontaneity, but I like planned spontaneity. Like I need to know if I'm going to be spontaneous, I need to like have a day set. Like, I need to know, okay, on Thursday, I'm going to be spontaneous. And so that way I kind of have a container of spontaneity. But for the majority of my life, I'm very, like, regimented. Like, I go to bed at the same time. I wake up at the same time. I eat at the same times. I do the same things at the same time of day. I take the same vitamins. Um, obviously, in between that, there's a lot of life that happens. Like, I don't want to make myself sound like a robot. But during this whole quarantine situation, I'm just going to call it the situation because I don't want to, like, perpetuate it any further than than I think is necessary. But ever since the situation started, my routines went out the freaking window. And I honestly think that that contributed so much to my anxiety and so much to my discomfort. And I thought that I would do an episode about working from home because I've been working from home for the last, it'll be three years in June, and I've obviously learned, obviously, it's so sanctimonious, I've obviously learned so much. Um, I have, I have, like, <laughs> I have um, learned what works for me and what doesn't work for me, and I know so many of you are, like, suddenly working from home, and you're like, <gasps> okay, this is not as glamorous and as cool as I thought it was going to be. Like, for the first, like, week, two weeks, you're probably, like, loving life, and then you realize you're, like, I'm still wearing the same shirt from two (laughs) weeks ago. If you've had that moment, just know you're not alone. We have all been there, Um, especially around, like, launch week. I tend, I'm, like, I'm wearing the same clothes for, like, three days in a row. It's really not cute. It's not a cute time. Don't, you definitely don't want to be around me during launch week because I am a wreck, but um, I wanted to give you guys, sorry, this is so all over the place. I wanted to give you guys just some tips, some seven quick tips that I can share with you. I will kind of loosely talk about my routine of what I do um, in the mornings, but I don't want to, I'm a little bit apprehensive about sharing my specific routines and maybe I shouldn't be, I don't know, I play around with this. This is like very like again a non-binary thought. But I I don't wanna share it because I don't want people to copy it verbatim. Because I think people need to create routines that actually make sense for their lives. I'm single, I don't have any children, so I'm going to be able to probably take more time in the morning than, let's say, a mother who has a toddler would be because their toddler is up at 530 and the mom's going to bed late at night and just needs that extra 30 minutes of sleep because that's what's important to her. So I think just based on your values and where you're at in your life and what your life circumstances are my routine isn't going to make sense <laughs> or it might, it might may, may make sense to you. Um, but these are just some tips that I threw together and I wanted to share with you. So the first thing that I would suggest is, starting your day the night before. So I typically schedule my entire week out on Sunday evening. So the night before I study what I have to do the following day and adjust it if it's necessary. So today as I'm recording this, it's a Tuesday. And last night I was looking at my schedule for today and I realized that I had to drop something off at the post office in the morning. And the post office, any shipping, mailing, anything like that stresses me out. which is embarrassing. It's very confusing to me. It's stressful. I just don't get it. I don't, I'm like, where do I put the label? Like, it's just a whole production. So I like knew my morning, like maybe one and a half hours is going to be taken up by this post office situation because I have to drive to the post office, get the package together, all of that. And (laughs) I know I sound so silly, but it's true. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to have to record the podcast later in the afternoon when I originally had scheduled it to be in the morning. So I had to readjust that. And I think this really helps as far as staying accountable for where my time is going as well. So it's easy to think that you're only spending... 20, 30 minutes on a task when maybe it's taking you three or four hours or vice versa. You're saying it's going to take you two hours to write an email sequence when it only takes you 30 minutes. So I and it also if you look back and you I color coordinate my Google Calendar which helps me so much. And so I see like what if I'm spending a large amount of time on my podcast, a large amount of time on my emails, I can see all of that um, information and be like, you know what, I need to spend less time on emails and more time on the on the podcast or promoting the blog or doing X, Y and Z. So I really like to take the time to make my calendar very Precise and as clean as and organized as possible, and then also studying the night before, so I know exactly what my day is going to look like. Um, the second thing I would say, the second tip, the second tip is to get dressed. Get dressed. What did I say? Oh my god, you guys, I'm I'm like it's four o'clock. I'm like ready for bed. Um, it's been a long day, so. the second tip I would say is to get dressed. So if you're a dude, obviously, like, you know, shave. I don't know what guys do in the morning other than like shave. Do your hair. Put the throw some gel in your hair. But if you're a girl, I always say like right when I get up, the probably the second thing that I do is I actually put on real clothes. So if I am know I'm, no, I'm going to work out later in the afternoon, like later in the day, I will put on my workout clothes. If I know that I'm not going to be working out or I'm not going to be working out until like the evening time, I'll just put on jeans and a t-shirt. I will put on some light makeup. Nothing crazy like I'm not, you know, the translucent powder, the bakings, the contour like no. <laughs> um maybe some days like if I have an interview or something that I need to get um up and ready for I will definitely do my makeup more intensely but for the most part just some light concealer some mascara maybe throw some powder in the brows a light brush a blush blush why can't I freaking speak right now a light blush will do wonders um it just helps with your mindset honestly to kind of get ready as if you were going to the office you're gonna see your your productivity skyrocket when you just simply prepare and get ready as if you were actually going to go to a meeting, go to an office or wherever you would go to work. The third tip that I would suggest is finding an actual designated workspace. And I know that some of you were kind of thrown into this work from home situation and you're like, uh, where am I working? What's, what's the deal? Um. I think finding a good workspace, whether it's your dining room table, whether it's like your I have like a little bar area in between my kitchen and my living room. Sometimes I like to stand there and work. Other times I work at my dining room table. Other times I literally work on the floor next to the window because because I like to see sunshine and like I just like to be close to a window when I work. Um, So I have a couple of different areas that that function as workspace. Um, and if you're living in a smaller space, which I don't live in a like tiny, tiny, like not New York style apartment tiny, but it definitely doesn't give me like, I don't have a second bedroom that I can use as an office. So I've kind of gotten creative with where I like to work, but I definitely clean up after myself. So when I'm done for work, done with work for the day, I close my computer, I put away all my papers, my pens, and I store it all in a cabinet. Um, that way my space goes back to being my actual home and not an office. So I definitely would encourage you to find some type of designated workspace that's not your bed or your couch. I'm not sure who came up with like this, like, it's so cool to be able to work from your bed or work from your couch in your pajamas. Um, unless you're sick, You're not going to have a productive work day or get the best work done. And I think especially if you're a creative person working from bed, working from your couch is not aiding in your creative process at all. Like think about some of the most successful CEOs or the most successful people that you know, would they be working from their bed? Would they be working from their couch? Probably not. Like, think about, what's her name? Sarah Blake, Blakely, Blakey, oh, the founder of Spanx, which is a multi-billion dollar company. Do you think she built it by sitting on her, her ass on the couch or <laughs> laying in bed? Probably not. So if you can afford a desk or use your dining room table, use your bar area, get creative and really make it a space that is fun for you to work in. Um, The fourth thing, that fourth tip that I would say is if you're feeling overwhelmed with tasks and I think this is obviously very easy for a lot of us to do and especially if you do have anxiety um go back and listen to episode 137 with Erin Vasquez and we talk about how to manage fear and anxiety and one of the tips that she says that I honestly love so much and I've used it myself since we did the interview is she says do the next foreseeable step so don't get too far ahead of yourself um you know write the first sentence of that email or of that paper or of that presentation Um, schedule the one call respond to the one text fill out the one invoice just take it one step at, at a time if you're starting to feel overwhelmed uh the fifth tip i would suggest would be to schedule coffee dates or calls with your friends or your team members Especially if you're working from home, um, this can be kind of a weird introvert-extrovert situation. Like, the extroverts are thriving. The introverts are like, I need people. (laughs) And I honestly am kind of in the middle. Like, I'm good by myself, but I definitely love being surrounded by people. So, this has definitely been a, a, a test of that. And I think everyone's kind of feeling that. So, if you are feeling you know, like you need to socialize a little bit, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, definitely make some time and, and schedule that with the people you work with. If you have like a coworker bestie or even just a friend, definitely reach out to them and be like, hey, like I have some time on at 3 p.m. on Tuesday. Do you want to chat? My sixth, sixth, <laughs> why is that so hard to say? Six, six, <laughs> like with a. F- the sixth tip <laughs> that I um really loved that honestly has is still taking some time for me to adjust to, and it's still a frustrating thing sometimes is setting boundaries with either if you have roommates or family members that you're you're living with. If you guys have been following my Instagram stories at Living you know I'm quarantining with my dad. And that has been an experience because my dad is working from home. I'm used to working from home. I have my schedules, my routines, like the things that I usually do. My dad's offices are not on the West Coast. So he's on East Coast time. So he's waking up early. He's taking these conference calls. I'm waking up. It's like, oh, my. And then I'm like trying to make breakfast. And he's like, can you please shut the fuck up? Uh, <laughs> so it's definitely been a test of boundaries and I think you know when you're just starting out people your family might think like oh now that you're working from home you have all of the luxuries of just like going to the post office going to grab groceries picking up like their dry cleaning it's like no you also have a schedule that you have to adhere to so if possible, to, not if possible, but definitely make it a priority to talk to the people that you're living with, whether it's your spouse, your partner, um, your, you know, a, a flatmate, as I like to call it in anywhere but America is a flatmate, a <laughs> roommate, um, or your family and just set strict boundaries, str- I shouldn't say strict, but definitely set boundaries with them about the things your availability during the day if you have a call at a certain time and you need to be in your room are you going to tell them remind them five minutes before that like hey I have a phone call do you need to put a sign on the door like do they need to step out with the kids like especially with my dog you know he's a little bit barky when he sees other dogs um, walking outside and so when my dad's on the call on the call, on a call with um, his clients or his boss. Like I make it, he tells me and he's like, I need your dog to not bark. And so I will either leave and go get Starbucks with my dog while he's on the call. Or if I have stuff that I have to do, I'll go into my bedroom and close the door and just chill out with my dog while my dad's taking his conference calls. So those are definitely like adjustments that just had to be made as far as setting those boundaries. And the seventh uh, tip that I would suggest is having a hard start and stop time with working hours. And when I say this, I don't necessarily mean like you have to go from nine to five. Like I kind of break my work day up, where I start around eight thirty in the morning is when I start my my work my quote working hours. Um, so by that time I've already gotten my entire morning routine done, but then by like eleven thirty I kind I stop working and I'll start prepping my lunch or just you know putting laundry away, doing some house stuff, taking a little bit of a break. And like, I kind of just split my day up. So for me, my hard stop time has to be 8pm. If I work past 8pm, I will just be up until like 3am because my brain will just keep going. So I don't work all the way from eight to eight, I will like kind of split up my day. um, Especially if I work out like that takes about two hours, like, from me leaving the house, going to work out, coming home, showering, refueling, all of that. It's like two hours. So I definitely break up my day, but I really recommend just setting again. Basically, this whole podcast should be called Setting Boundaries, (laughs) but really it's about setting boundaries in different facets of your life. And I think especially with time management, you have to know and know when to start and when to stop, like what your good hours are, um, for your, pr- for your productivity and for your health and your being. Um, I would say this isn't really also a tip. I didn't want to like include this in it because it just didn't really feel like a hot tip, but this is like a light suggestion. I cannot work with music that has lyrics or words or singing. (laughs) Those are all synonyms or the same thing. But um, if it is singing, it has to be in a language I don't understand. I don't know what it is. I just if there's like rap or not, you guys know I love music. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I'm always listening to music. I'm always sharing music that I'm finding. Um, But if I'm like working or writing an email or like creating a presentation or a course or something, I can't be listening to Muse, like actual music that I like I mean I do like all music so what I put on my favorite right now is Brazilian jazz there's a Brazilian jazz playlist on Spotify I will link it down below it is my favorite playlist right now um also like any good classical playlist is real like I've enjoyed um, although I am pretty particular about my classical music like anything that's a little too crazy I'm like whoa, well, let's turn it down um, so I kind of like to put together my own playlist but yeah any I, I feel like that's a good tip too because maybe some of you are like I can't focus and it might be because you're trying to like listen to music and your brain is basically being split listening to the song listening to the lyrics and then also trying to write an important email or or work in general so when there's music on where like i can't understand the lyrics or there's no um like no one singing it's honestly super, super helpful. So those are my seven tips for you guys. I will have the blog post up, um, with these tips either later today or tomorrow, which is a Thursday. And yeah, I'm super excited. Next week I have my really good friend Kirstie O'Brien on, and she's actually going to be performing a meditation, not performing, she's going to be doing a meditation. Um, about anxiety. And I'm so excited. It, it sounds so good. I was just editing, um, that part of the podcast. So I hope that you guys enjoyed these seven tips. If you guys ever need to talk, especially right now with this whole situation, please know that I'm always here to chat with you guys. Um, if you can send me an email to info at com or send me, um, a DM on Instagram, at living breeley. All right, I will see you guys next week. In the meantime, be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you, mean it. Bye.